Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And as always, these episodes are just for you, the listener, where I cover a topic that you get to tell me what you would like to hear about. Now, this one comes from the Facebook group, and there was a discussion going on around healers and, you know, yogis and, you know, getting into all of that kind of spiritual practice. And I gotta say, I have a little rant in me when it comes to this kind of topic. I see so many people who are jumping out of the corporate world or leaving some sort of, you know, steady business and saying, I want to teach yoga. That's what I'm going to do for a business. And, you know, I'm going to do this for a living. This will be great. It feeds my soul. And I'm not saying you can't make a living at doing yoga. That's not at all what I'm saying here. But when you have your head up your ass about how you're going to do it and how you're actually going to generate an income, there's a problem. Because the fact of the matter is, is that making a living at doing something like yoga or holistic therapy is a little more challenging than just having this belief that it's going to happen. In fact, the first thing that I see a problem with is the calculations, all right? The majority of people who get into holistic therapy, which includes yoga practice, the majority of those people have never even looked at a spreadsheet. They don't know how to read their bank statements or their profit and loss statements, and they have no idea how to calculate the pricing to make their business profitable. This is a problem. If you're going to get into business, if you're going to do this as a business, the business needs to be profitable. I don't care if you're doing this because it's, you know, the heartfelt thing that you want to do and it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. The fact remains that if you're doing it as a business, the business needs money. Okay, so how about we clear out the bugaboos about money and stop making it an either or situation where, you know, either I do this heartfelt thing that feels so warm and fuzzy or I make money. What if it's a both rather than either or situation? What if you could follow your passion and make the kind of money that you want to be making? But that's going to require you to actually sit down and develop a plan, a strategy to put it in place and figure out, you know, what are your numbers? What do you have to charge? How many people do you need in a class? How many classes can you run? How many classes do you need to have other people running? You know, do you have to have overhead? Do you need a space? Do you like you need to be knowing what's going on with all of these things? It's unreasonable for you to just jump in and say, the universe will provide. Okay. I am all for manifesting. And in fact, I manifest like crazy, pull shit in everywhere. But I also know my numbers. I know what's going on. I know how much money's coming in. I know how much money I need to pull in. And I know where I'm going in the long run. And and so I can track it and I can stay on target with where I'm going. And this does not detract from how heart-based I am. I absolutely love what I'm doing. And I can be very business-minded at the same time and realize that if I allow all kinds of people to pick my brain for free, 
that is going to hurt my bottom line because basically it is the same as a grocer giving away free groceries. Eventually, that will cost. So when you're doing heart-based work, it's really important to treat it like a business and look at these kinds of things, know where your profit margins are, and to start understanding that it's it's okay to say no to giving stuff away. It's okay to charge the kind of money that needs to be charged, which that's a whole nother topic. I mean, coming from the massage world, I was always so frustrated with the massage therapist because they're like, oh, I can't charge more because this is the going rate and you know the market won't bear it and my clients will leave me. But if you're not doing a profitable business, you're doing yourself a disservice. And like, that's a lot of work to do when you're, you know, you could do a job and make more money, right? It's effort. It's work. It's a challenges to run a business. And personally, I find it quite rewarding and I would not have it any other way. Do not get me wrong. I mean, I've been self-employed for mm, going on 26 years now. I wouldn't take a job even if they paid me half a million a year to do it, because I know that within six months, I'd want to poke my eyes out. It's just who I am. I mean, unless I was like running the company, but even then, there's probably still a lot of people that wouldn't listen to me and I wouldn't have control over and there's still like shareholders to listen to. Okay, whole nother subject. Anyway, coming back to the topic at hand, we want to have you take a look at, you know, standing in that inner dominatrix and actually come from this perspective of, okay, as a dominatrix, I want to be running my business like a business person. Yes, I can be heart-centered. Yes, I can care. And I can budget in for donating a certain amount of my products or services to people who need it or want it, or you feel that you just want to gift it to them. That's okay. And in fact, I have people. Mine tends to be a bit strategic, but you know, that's a different story. So to look at the numbers, no matter what business that you're in, no matter how heart-based it is, you're going to need to make friends with those numbers and know that understanding the, the finite details of running your business and making it profitable is actually going to make it easier for you to serve your clients really deeply in, in that care and compassion that you have that you really want to get out in the world because if you're not making money then you're not serving and I know you've heard this before so the thing is is that to dig in and pull out all of that crap about money the beliefs that you have okay like do it right now pull it out come on give it up make a big messy pile we're just gonna like pull this out we'll do some therapy here so you can pull all that stuff out, the beliefs that you've taken on and this idea that money's hard and I, you know, it's either or, either I'm happy doing what I love or I'm making money, but I couldn't possibly have both. Any of those kinds of crazy thoughts about money. So just root around, find anything whatsoever remotely attached to money. All of it. All of it. I'm going to hang out here. I want you to just keep digging out all of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. No, no, no more. Really more. More, 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 more. Yes, more. Keep going. Keep going. Bigger, 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 bigger. It often takes people a while. So we just kind of keep expanding out and grabbing more, expanding out and grabbing more, expanding out and grabbing more. We don't want just the surface stuff. We want to go really deep with it. Pull it out. 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 All of it. <laughs> All right. Now, 
I realize I can't track everybody because you're not even on the line. But, you know, if I was tracking you, then I would be continuing to nudge you until it feels like you've gotten as much as you're willing to give up in this moment. So I'm going to trust that you've really followed along with me and you've gone that deep with it. Now all we're going to do is check in. Are you willing to let it go? Are you willing to release that? All right. And if you say yes, throw a big old blast at it, right? Just count to three. One, two, three. Smithereens. All right. Now here's the thing. As a reminder, you've probably heard this before, but you know, you go out in the world after we've cleared this and hmm, there might be a few billion people with some money issues. And so there might be a few billion people that you're going to resonate with in the way that their money crap feels familiar to you. And so you think that you've taken it back, that it didn't really clear But really, I want you to ask a different question. I want you to ask if it's actually yours. If maybe, in fact, you've picked it up from somebody else. In which case, expand out, take a deep breath, and let it go. Now, there are many layers to the money thing. And it's amazing how woven it gets in and how, you know, just diverse the ways that we we stick it to ourselves with money and and how our actions were you know they mirror those beliefs that we have so this one piece is probably not going to clear all of your money stuff because we need to kind of come at it from a few different angles so if you're doing this by yourself then you want to be making a list What are all the different beliefs that you have about money? What are all the different ways that you've kind of stuck it to yourself? Where are all the ways that you've chosen money over you or chosen not money for you, right? We want to look at both sides of that and and keep clearing them. And of course, if you'd like some help to move through it faster, I would be delighted to have a conversation with you because I love busting through this in a really fast way. All right. Until next time, join me in the Facebook group and let me know, what do you want me to cover here? What do you want to hear about? Have fun. Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.